0: to Counterpines. This is your host, Matt. This is episode 17th on Friday, September 4th. As always, I am joined by my hosts, Casey, Jack, and Kevin. Counterpines is a podcast where we argue about the same stupid shit we argue about in breweries and bars. To our returning listeners, we welcome you back. And to new listeners, um, as we say every time, buckle up. So we'll move to the beer check-ins. Host by host, we move around the table and we see what are we drinking now and what have we been drinking over the last week. So um, I'm actually going to start this one because I am a little excited about some of the beers that I have. I went out on a couple beer runs, picked up some real, I'm going to say, dank shit. And I'm going to start with a really exciting one for me. Um, It is Watercolors by Skygazer Brewing out of Southington, Connecticut, or that's where their original facility used to be. that facility has since closed. They stopped brewing for a while. I think I actually announced that on a prior podcast. And they're now brewing out of very frequently mentioned 12% brewing in North Haven, Connecticut. So it is a triple fruited sour. Got a lot of things going on. Raspberry, passion fruit, cherry, vanilla, and milk sugar. This sounds like a banger to me. In terms of beers I've been having over the last week, there's been a couple that I wanted to point out. Um, another brewery that's been brought up a couple times is Hoof Hearted. I'm out of Ohio. I had a triple New England IPA called and Paper out of a Crowler um, at a friend's house. That was excellent. I think I gave it a four or five. I also had another Coles Road IPA called Ladybug, which I think they call one of their flagship beers. Really, really good. And I think the only other one that stood out was a Fat Orange Cat out of East Hampton, Connecticut, had a Walkabout Sour Series, which was Watermelon Blueberry, and that was smooth as hell. So had a couple of good beers over the week. And next we're going to move to Jack. How about you? Well, boys, it's good to be back with you. Uh, a lot of times on this podcast we kind of talk a little bit before the actual recording starts, and it seems like we're all a little bit thirsty tonight. My first beer that I absolutely demolished was a version of Pumpkin from Southern Tier. Um, it was their cold brew version of it, um, which to me, I think I liked it better than the original pumpkin, so it was delicious, it was smooth, it was strong. The next beer that I had uh is from Connecticut. Actually, Connecticut or Pennsylvania, I can't remember. Uh I think it's it's Pennsylvania. No, it's Connecticut. Uh, Anyone, any smart beer person would know it's from Connecticut. And it is the, it's from Abomination. It is their uh, Wandering into the Fog El Dorado style beer this Mm -hmm. time. The El Dorado hop is my favorite hop. And I believe on Untapped, I gave it a 4.25. And it's a global rating 4.24. So right on the money. Yeah, Abomination just been cranking out banger after banger. I every week I check 12%, they've got another Abomination collab, they've got another Abomination beer. So whatever those guys are doing, keep on doing it, please. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. Also the can art, awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was like it had like a bunch of cool colors on it. All right. Um and next we'll move to Kevin. Go ahead. Interesting uh choice of favorite hop there, Jack. Eldorado. Uh my favorite is
1: Galaxy. I, I it's a little unusual too. It's kind of like El Dorado. so uh Interesting choice. So let's go back to the beers I've had this week. I will start with Refraction in Action from Moxa Brewing Co. It's a triple New England IPA. This was a a heavy beer, listeners. It was like a 9.7 ABV beer, Mm -hmm. and I split it with my roommate because that's a lot of beer to drink by yourself. But speaking of other beers that are a lot to drift by yourself, I also have the Firestone 23 Anniversary Ale. I've had this beer before. I've got boxes and boxes stashed away at the Firestone and Walker Anniversary beers. It's a, a heavy stout. It's a, well, they call it a strong ale, I guess, but it's also very similar to a stout. Uh, delicious, but let it warm up. And tonight, like Jack said, the, the hosts are very thirsty. So I'm on my second beer of the night. The first beer was from Epeg Brewing here in San Diego. It's called the Fest Beer. So Epeg is a brewery that claims to have been started in Germany by a family. And then descendants of that family have continued the tradition here in San huh. Diego. And I got to say, as far as German beers go, it is on point. Hmm. And the second beer that I'm currently working on now is from a brewery called Moxa Brewing Co. It's called Citra Showcase. It is a single hop AZ Double IPA. the uh, The showcase line from Moxie usually features a a single hop, and they vary the hop from beer to beer. Uh, your likes of like Citra and Nelson they usually feature mm. heavily because they're very popular hops. And this beer is is very good. It's a little bit heavy for the beer. It's eight point two percent, but Oof. not bad.
0: I'll tell you, every brewery I've been seeing around here is cranking out more and more triples. Is that like the new the next big style? I wonder. I think it's just that time of the
1: year. you know. Everything I'm getting these days is always a, a hazy double or a hazy triple. I've got a lot of Humble C listeners, uh, devoted listeners, will I've checked in a lot of Humble C over the last month or so, and they just do hazies and just cranking out hazy doubles. just yeah. That and the other, and they are a lot to ask for in a beer. Fortunately, it's still very warm here in Southern California, <laughs> and you can get away with drinking those hazy double IPAs, but as it gets colder, it's not really my flavor. Well, Kevin, that's probably all the forest fires keeping you warm. No, no, we're going through a heat wave here. So the high where I live right now is going, going to be, uh, well, on Saturday, it's going to be 100 degrees, which is a lot for San
0: Diego. Um, that, I, that'll we'll, be retracted next week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's talking about me. <laughs> oh, yes, 100%. I, I, right. was, I was oh confused my God. there for a minute <laughs> there. Oh my no, God. Was, is fine. That comment <laughs> was uncalled for. <laughs> The forest fires? No, no, no. Kevin just cocked his head like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we like to call a ricochet shot. It got both Uh, of them. um, (laughs) It will not be (laughs) retracted, listeners. All right, Casey, uh, with that,
2: what beers? Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the one I'm drinking right now. First one for the pod. Uh, It's actually really, really good. It's uh, the Solid Hex from True Brewing here in Denver. Matt, you've had nice. a couple of these, but this is a, a new one I just found. I hadn't seen this before, so I nice. just found this. This is a mixed culture sour ale with watermelon, and it's actually really, really good. I don't really like watermelon beers per se, okay. but this one I had to give it a, sh- a go because I like True and they've been fantastic. As for some of the beers I've had uh, since the pod, I, had, I was off today, so I went really, really, <laughs> not really, really hard, but I went hard. And I didn't really drink anything other than seltzer last weekend and some uh, homemade Polish vodka. So, um, not a lot of beer was had after our podcast, boys. Yeah. Uh, but I had a, I've had a couple uh, decent ones I brought home from the Illinois slash Wisconsin slash uh, Indiana area. Okay. And a couple that I'll just mention uh, Honey Blonde Ale out of Central Waters Brewing Company. Uh, I believe that's in Wisconsin. Not bad. Gave it a 325. It was about average. On the other side of that, though, I had a blueberry blonde out a Big Muddy Brewing. I really liked the name Big Muddy. But the <laughs> beer was trash. It was <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever tasted, but it wasn't great either. And that will lead me to the best beer that I've had um, recently, and I had it today earlier. Zombie Dust. I uh, know. I know we mentioned it uh, prior. Uh, Zombie Dust at a Three Floyds Brewing Company. Uh, I brought one home with me yep. and had it today. Phenomenal! I wish I would have maybe saved that one. That was my first one. Oh, really? I really screwed myself over, but I give it a four two, five. But yeah, now we're back on the beer train at least for the next couple of days, maybe. So Sultans Casey,
1: coming in hot. Casey, did you see the um, the cap for Zombie Dust? What does the cap for the bottle look like? Ooh, uh, well, ours is cans. Ah, uh, okay. So back when they used to do bottles of zombie dust, their, their bottle was like a tie-dye logo on the yep. bottle cap. They oh, yeah. Have, so Yeah, so Three Floyds has some of the best bottle cap art I've ever seen. The bottle cap <laughs> art is something you never really think about, right? Yeah. Everyone just kind of yeah. says, it's a bottle cap. It's not special. But Three Floyds stands out amongst the rest of the crowd.
2: I mean, their tie-dye logo on the uh, – So for – well, what was the one I had last time on the pod? I can't even remember, but that was a bottle. And that had a great little logo. The can was awesome. It was tie-dye with uh, like red, and then the Z uh, zombie was like green and yellow. It was awesome. So the can was great, but hmm. I love their artwork. They whoever's their artist, top notch. Top notch.
0: But so when I saw you checking that zombie dust, I added it to my wish list immediately. <laughs> I gotta track that down at some point. I think it had like an average four point three rating, must be good.
1: Believe it or yeah, not, it's, it's not really actually good.
0: that hard to find though. Yeah, so. all right. Oh, there you as go. long as you have like a, a
1: friend in the Midwest area who lives there, it's not that hard to find. Well, I used to have cousins that live
0: there, but they pretty much all moved to South Carolina this year, so rip. How does how does Tyler feel about sending us all a zombie <laughs> dust,
2: Casey? Right, we could probably make that happen. Let's see why not. Uh, shout out to Tyler. <laughs> Shout out, like i said he's yeah, not the Tal. biggest craft beer guy so yeah. and i, I mean, left a couple <laughs> yeah well i left a couple there for him to try and he was texting me today saying all right i'm giving these a go you know because he's like uh his idea of uh, like a solid beer is you know coors light uh you know the silver bullet so i was trying to branch him out a little bit on the craft beer scene and uh he was like these are actually pretty good and i was like yeah dude <laughs> oh. like Come over to the dark side or the light side, whichever one you want to say. Whichever
1: one. one We've corrupted him. Good. It's for his benefit.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before
0: we move on, I had a quick question for Jack. What does it mean to have a beer that is cold brew? It's coffee. That's all it is. It's like they mix it with coffee. Yeah, it's cold brew coffee, just not like hot okay. coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was really good. The coffee taste wasn't there. Like, I mean... I guess I'll have to force myself to try the original Pumpkin again this year. Oh, darn. Darn it. Twist Uh, your arms. This one was really good. The only reason I got this one is because it is a limited time only type deal. And so it's, I don't know how long it was going to be around. It freaked me out. They did a good job. They scared me and I bought it. (laughs) And as we wrap up our beer checking section, a quick update for me. Holy fuck, this watercolors beer is good. I'm almost done with it right now. This is a near five sky gazer. You keep on doing it proud of you boys and before we move into the beer news section um as was said earlier this is a thirsty group of boys tonight so we're going to move into check-ins number two and three for certain members of the cast for the first beer check-in let's move to jack yep uh so i think that reference to third check-in is me <laughs> it's been a long week and i'm thirsty so I'm gonna drink. <laughs> and it's friday so hey and it's labor day weekend happy fall everybody yay um, uh this third check in is from Heist Brewing in Charlotte North Carolina. It's called mm-hmm. Isle of the Tortuga, a Ooh. coconut and pineapple IPA. Can I, say not great. I really, I really like it. <laughs> it's it's not bad. It's just I don't really taste pineapple. I love pineapple and beers. I get a yeah. lot of coconut which isn't bad, but uh like a three five, you know, drinkable, crushable, not great. And uh translating that that is Island of the Turtle, I believe. Resident Spanish expert Kevin I did have a pretty good pineapple beer at Better Half Brewing in Bristol, I think, two days ago. For the next beer check-in, let's go to Casey.
2: Yeah, so I am drinking an independent, certified beer here. What's well, new? <laughs> uh, and it's called Midnight Strikes. Mm. And, Kevin, I'm going to probably butcher this so you can correct me. It's a Schwarz beer. Schwarz beer?
1: Schwarz beer. I actually have one of those. Check in a little bit later. I will do so.
2: Schwarz beer. So it's just a dark ale, basically, correct me if I'm wrong on that one too, Kevin, but it's actually pretty good. And I'm not the, obviously the biggest fan of like the darker, darker beers, like the porters and the stouts, but I could drink this 10 times over. So it's a perfect little uh, start for fall as we get closer to fall.
1: Very good. Yeah, those are um, usually like darker lagers and we might need a resident brewer, Kristen to check us on this, but it sounds like it's a dark lager.
0: Well, oh, for a little bit of trivia, I believe Schwarzbier beer translates literally to black beer in German. So I remember that from that Wired video that I watched the other day. Question. Go ahead. When people say a little bit of trivia, are they not supposed to like give people a chance to answer the question? <laughs> this style of beer was yes, originally in Germany in the 1613. What is Schwarzbier? beer on the board? Okay. And for the third check-in, I will go ahead. Uh, One of the beers that I got this week was from, this is friend of the pod, uh, Miranda and Dave went out to Fat Orange Cat in East Hampton and picked up an order for me. Um, The beer was, if I could pull it out of my koozie, here we go. It is Feed Me a Stray Cat. It is a collaboration between Fat Orange Cat and Nightmare Brewing. Um, Nightmare Brewing is another one that brews out of 12% Brewing. Excellent brewery, so I'm excited to try this. It is a triple New England IPA, the first triple I've had from Fat Orange Cat. So,
1: go ahead. I'm not sure you can say the phrase,
0: pull it out of my koozie on the radio. PG podcast. Not in 2020, you can't. <laughs> what do they call them? There's a, there's a word for the metal ones that you put around a can. I'll look it up on the internet later. So, with that, we are going to move on to... The news. So every week we collect a couple beer news stories. We like to read them out to the listeners and see what's going on in the world of beer. Anything funny, interesting that catches our attention. We're going to start with the first story going to Jack. Yeah, so the first story, a lot of the news information that we get on this show comes from a site called Brewbound. And they announced this week that they are no longer going to let their articles be seen for free. <laughs> Their membership, mm-hmm. I believe, is going to cost three hundred and twenty-five dollars for the year. It might be three seventy-five. Actually, someone can check me on that. I think it was three seventy-five. Yeah, three seventy-five. So we will no longer be using that service to find our <laughs> beer news. <laughs> uh, good luck to them. Um, it seems <laughs> like they do good work. I hope they get enough people to actually subscribe. Uh, I know they've been hurting sponsorship-wise this year, so that's probably the reason for that high price tag. Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, though, Counterpints will no longer be affiliated with BrewBound. So, next story. (laughs) With that, the sponsorship from BrewBound is dead. (laughs) And he is right. BrewBound, it was a nice site, but $375 a year. Um, Unfortunately, the banks of Counterpints do not run that deep at the moment, so we will not be uh, buying that subscription. I'll be going back to Reddit for my beer news. (laughs) Shout out to reddit.com. Well, let's move on to our next story. A brewery that we mentioned, I think it was a few weeks ago, from the great state of the frozen north, Minnesota. Um, there was a, there's a big brewery up there called Surly Brewing that we mentioned. I think we had a couple beers in like Todd the Axeman, which was a very solid beer. I think also the Furious IPA off the top of my head here. So we, we happened to notice that they are going to be shutting their doors um, indefinitely on November 2nd. This was actually closely following an announcement that the employees at Surly Brewing were going to unionize. Now, which is kind of was interesting timing, but I'm fairly confident, at least from what I've read, that the two events are unrelated. But um, obviously, of course, the internet kind of jumped on it and went, "Oh, they were trying to unionize. Now they're closing. Really, that's a little suspicious." But from what they posted on their website, their revenue was down 82 percent since the start of the pandemic compared to the same period from last year, which is just in a word, devastating. I have to imagine a lot of beer halls and breweries are going through the same thing right now. So I guess in a way, our hearts go out to Surly Brewing. That really sucks. But it sounds like they're going to keep making beer, which is the good news. And really, ultimately, what matters. So hopefully they can recover and a lot of these other facilities can recover and get out of this eventually, folks. Any comments on Surly Brewing? I liked the IPA that we had. I thought the pine elements in it were really good. It's it's too bad what's happening to them. But- Not surprised with what's going on across the world with COVID. I hope they find a way to get through it. I'd love to see Surly beers down in North Carolina again. I don't know if there's going to be too many right now, but hopefully one day. I hope to visit Minnesota one day. I would love to check out the beer scene up there, but uh, T's and P's is Surly right now. (laughs) T's and P's. Yeah, Minnesota's a state I've never been to. I would like to go someday. Me too. All right. And with our next story is from Kevin, go ahead.
1: All right. So from the site BrewBound, so this is going to be a shortened blurb because, hey, (laughs) guess what? You have to pay for their content now. (laughs) Uh, So going off the headline, and we'll riff off that because what can go wrong with that concept? (laughs) So the headline is Nielsen, according to the Nielsen rating system, 25% 25% of consumers say they would buy fewer alcoholic beverages if economy worsens. So, we'll just take that as it is. Hmm. All right? We're not going to read the article. We're going to read the clickbait headline, which is <laughs> 25% consumers would say they would buy fewer alcoholic beverages if the economy worsens. I'm sorry, Brewbound and Nielsen, but I must call <laughs> bullshit on that. Yeah, that's total really? bullshit. Yeah, first really? of all bullshit. (laughs) The economy goes to shit. You're going to invest more money, but you're not going to invest it in the stock market. You're going to invest it in alcohol futures, which are very short-lived and are worse the next day. Always, always. And no one's going to buy less if the economy goes to shit. You're going to keep drinking more. You're going to buy cheaper stuff. Don't get me wrong. I would go to Bud Light if the economy went to shit. and I lost my job, but I wouldn't stop drinking.
0: Yeah, I think that's the point I was going to make is like people will absolutely keep drinking, but maybe these like $24 four packs might be a little less popular that I feel like I'm seeing more than more. I mean, that just means enjoy it while you can, guys. Yeah. (laughs) The the, the beer boom.
2: I remember Um, in 2009, I was in economics class in high school. And part of the whole thing, you you got like $3,000 or $3,000 or something like that of fake money and you got to purchase stocks. Um, and obviously that was towards the end of the recession. And when I did it, I was like, well, shit, the economy's down. So what are you, you going to invest in? And everybody was like, oh, Johnson & Johnson and, you know, Apple and all this other bullshit. And I was like, <laughs> Bud, I invested in Budweiser, Playboy, and Trojan condoms. <laughs> A man of and the people. And That's I not- made so much money. I was only like one of two people that made Money off of my investments in this project, and everybody else lost money. And I was like, Told you, like, when the economy's bad, <laughs> you obviously want to drink because you're going to drown your sorrows because okay. life sucks. Mm-hmm. You're still going to want to have sex, but you're probably not going to want to get someone pregnant because then that's, you know, more money out of your pocket. You're going know, to wrap it. And if you can't have, and especially now in a pandemic, this one makes the most sense. You're going to, you can't touch people. So, just you to touch yourself. I,
0: this makes me wonder how the condom market's been affected by COVID. Now that obviously, like random hookups are probably on the down. I would like to point out this is a family podcast. For
1: <laughs> so, so, so the bigger question here is <laughs> applying. Let's, let's just say that Casey is average, and he is similar to most other Americans. What really drives the thinking of the average American whoa,
0: whoa, uh, investor whoa, whoa. in the stock bad. market? <laughs> said,
1: hey, the stock market's been doing some crazy things the last couple of days here on September the 4th. I wonder what the other investors are thinking about as the stocks of Apple and Tesla tank. Maybe the stocks of Trojan
0: and Budweiser or Miller Coors are going up. Who knows? I feel like all I hear about Tesla are people on Wall Street bets trying to short the stock and make a ton of money really fast. God bless those boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say something. I shouldn't, but I really shouldn't. So, moving on.
0: <laughs> all right. Moving on. So the next story is coming from Casey. <laughs>
2: are you an avid listener of Counterpints? Ooh. Do you love craft beer <gasps> or just beer in general? Do you have dogs or do you love dogs? Well, guess what? this new story is for you because Bush has just created a beer for canines called Dog Brew and it's made with bone broth (laughs) yes Fenway, I got something for you bud (laughs) and it's not not Matt's leg the only five on Untappd yeah exactly future pod coming soon we are going to try this we have to try this on the pod (laughs) There's no question, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's happening. Looking at the article, it does come in a four-pack, so it's perfect for all of us.
0: <laughs> so you and your best friend can have a four-pack together. I, I will say this, boys. I know for a fact local brewery around my area, Alvarium Brewing, had they made a dog beer a long time ago, so I don't think Bush is first to this game. But they're a much No, it's, it's not a new thing. I've seen them online yeah. all the time. It's definitely not new. This is but- probably the first macro dog beer. <laughs> yeah, It's going to be funny when we drink it and puke it live on the air. It's going to be great. great. Why are we, I feel like we shouldn't do this, but we know it's going to happen. So I mean, as, as someone who has accidentally had a dog treat at a brewery,
1: which, by the way, Accidentally. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, okay, Kevin. If you were you were, you were drunk and, and hungry, you see a bowl of yeah. food <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. quite look like dog treats and you want to say, oh,
0: okay, I'm hungry. Let's grab something about that. It happens. It unfortunately happens, and right. it wasn't bad. All right, listeners, on air, I'll say I've eaten dog treats on purpose. bacon strips, I was curious if they tasted like bacon, and update, they really don't. Don't eat Began strips. They're not good. Yeah, but dogs don't know the difference. Yeah, well, dogs are stupid and will eat poop, so it really shows that their palate is not that advanced. Yes, they will. They will eat poop, and they will eat poop from other animals and get bacteria in their stomachs and throw up everything they eat for a week. Yes. Classic. I mean, I remember my parents' dog, like, ate a live squirrel. Like, there's no limit to that. So, you know, hey, you and, do what you got to do. And we let them lick our faces. That's, hey, maybe you
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't. So you know dogs eat poop? I <laughs> no. I, do, I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, your dog, I'll be honest. Your dog's cute, I'll though, Casey.
2: Yeah, but I'll be honest. Even with them doing that, they'll probably still have a pretty clean mouth. I'm just gonna be honest. Like if you Mm. shout
0: out dentistics. Shout out dentistics.
2: (laughs) Think about it, yeah. They they've gotta have a clean mouth or else they would literally get sick all
1: the time if they didn't. They could also have a different immune system, that's the other reason. Oh definitely.
2: Definitely. Also, fun fact, I did learn this at the vet a few years ago, but dogs will lick your cut and it's because they have natural antibacteria and healing saliva. So if you get a cut and you're like out in the middle of nowhere, but you're with your dog, you don't have some eosporin. Just let your dog lick your cut, and it's a good mini fix. I literally Sometimes did that yesterday.
1: So, <laughs> ah, see? So that's, I let him lick it up, but it's, right, and it right,
2: actually right. stopped hurting. I'm not gonna lie
1: to you.
0: I feel like I'd like some sources on this claim, by the way.
1: Right, right, right. I, I understand the effect,
0: of what sources the God. cause? I'm God. curious. God, <laughs> God. Thank you. All right, and with the. Magical properties dog spit um, out on the air. We're going to move on to our final news story, which will be read by Kevin. All right. So, again,
1: listeners, this came from Brewbound. And because of their new paid model, which we R. discussed R. earlier, <laughs> I know, right? I have a headline and then like maybe a sentence or two. So, mm-hmm. the headline is Harpoon and Polar rebrand hard seltzer as Arctic chill to cut the calories and sugar content. So I got to say, I actually haven't had a lot of polar since I left New England area. So I'm hoping my brethren who have spent more time there or are currently living there can comment on this because I don't see a lot of polar out on the West Coast. Gentlemen, have you had the polar hard seltzer? And what do you think? What are they
0: calling it? Arctic summer? Arctic chill. Arctic chill. The new brand name. Oh, I don't think I've had a, I, I really like polar seltzers. Their orange creamsicle one is yeah, awesome, I agree. but I don't think I've had like a boozy one. That's interesting.
2: I don't think no, I, uh, the, the seltzer game really blew up yeah. post me living there. So
0: I think Harpoon, I do. Harpoon is smart to get into the seltzer market. I mean, obviously Boston beer companies making bucks on it. So why not Harpoon? Oh yeah. Makes sense. If I saw it, I would try it. I like polar. I will say that. Yeah, please do. They, they make a lot of good seltzers, so I gotta
1: say, like they have like some unusual flavors that aren't the classic stuff that
0: you find everywhere, like fruit-based or unicorn something or other, or some nonsense like that, and
1: they taste mm-hmm. all right.
0: Maybe I need to start tracking seltzers on untapped, and then I'd be able to report my results. I
1: feel. Well, so, I've
2: decided I,
0: we shouldn't track <laughs> seltzers on untapped. If we do, I have a lot more to add.
2: Only if a brewer on it. 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 Yeah, and I, I, the mm. ones I've uploaded on un, untapped were the ones from upslope that's so, a good
1: point so i've had
2: some uh seltzers
1: from modern times this week modern times is a brewery out here in the, the west coast and their seltzers were actually really really good and they were made with all natural ingredients they didn't give me a headache due to all the fake hmm. sugars so if yeah. you're on the west coast and you have a chance try the modern time seltzers. they are worth it
2: also there's some know- other ones though that i've had in the recent weeks that you guys gotta try press i think i brought that one up last week Uh, Vizzy. I had that a lot last weekend and there was one more and I'm spacing on the name, but it'll come to me at some point and I'll, I'll throw it on the the pod for everyone to try. But those are some two solid ones that I've had just recently.
0: I gotta be honest. I just really very rarely drink seltzers in my spare time. I did have a couple recently. I tried Fat Orange Cat made a f- their first seltzer called Aqua Cat. It was a dragon fruit lemon. It was actually pretty good, but I so still that's like what their you,
1: beer about so That's what you got to think about it is, so Most seltzers are garbage, but if they're made <laughs> right, they can actually be really good. So I had yeah. something from uh, a brewery called Ashland. Ashland is from a uh, Mission Brewery here and they made this seltzer that was a, a pineapple orange, I want to say. It tasted like cactus cooler. For those of you on the West Coast, you know what that is. I don't know if it made it all the way to the East Coast, but It was a very good seltzer. And so, (laughs) Matt, if you're willing, I know that I owe you a package of beer. I might send you a few of these seltzers. You should try them.
0: You really should. Open-minded try them. Don't waste shipping weight on seltzers. Waste of time. It's fizzy for you, though. It's fizzy water. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And before we move on to the body of the podcast, as always, we want to make sure we plug our social media accounts. We have a Twitter and Instagram. Um, at C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-I-N-T-S. Counterpints is the name on both accounts. Make sure to uh, like and follow when you can. And we also have a voicemail number at 774-224-0708, where you can leave voicemails at your leisure. And if we see ones we like, we will read them on the podcast. Um, Obviously, any sort of following will help us out. We appreciate it, and we hope to see you there. And we've got yet another check-in. This is going to be a rough night, folks. Let's start with Casey.
2: Yes, I was hoping you would start with me. <laughs> It could have been me pointing my finger at myself, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to check in another independent craft brewery-associated beer here. It's Weldworks out of Greeley, Colorado, and it's Advanced Fluid Dynamics. Really, really wicked cool can. Like, I mean, just really cool. Mm, um, but I was telling the boys as we were going and, you know, taking our bathroom breaks or whatever we were doing, that this right here reminds me so much of a treehouse style beer. It's got mm. that kind of skunkiness to it. So, cheers, boys. Treehouse, I've heard of it. Jack, go ahead. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, a lot of the beers that I check in are local, obviously. Um, <laughs> one of the big breweries that I like to go to. It's called Wise Man Brewing in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and you know their beers are, I would say, above average, but the one I'm drinking right now is called Soft and Sublime. It's New England IPA. By far, the best beer I have ever had from them. It is just one of those that I stumbled upon at the beer store, and kind of like what Casey said, it has like a treehouse element of skunkness to it that is just awesome. Skunky. Yeah, untapped, give it a four or five. It is absolutely a contender for my best beer of the cast. No. Save me one. Save me one. Yeah, and
2: I and I second that with mine as well. Just mine just jumped everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, we got we've got some bangers today, folks. And for beer check-in number three, let's go to Kevin. So while the previous two check-ins have been bangers. Mine is kind of a <laughs> basic
1: basic beer, but it's still craft for us here in America, I guess. <laughs> It's a Kostreitzer Schwarzbier from Germany. It's Germany's number one black lager beer. So definitely not craft in Germany here. It's a little (laughs) harder to find, I suppose, but it's getting slightly cooler here. And
0: I was in the mood for Oktoberfest beers. And this is a black lager and it's actually a very good black lager. Kevin, you do whatever you want to do. There's no season for Oktoberfest. If you want to drink an Oktoberfest in January, you do it. You do it in June. Do it right now. No one should tell you when. Don't to drink listen a to beer. Don't listen to him.
1: <laughs> uh, Jack, I appreciate the support, Matt. Well, forget you. <laughs> and, and by the way, second
2: or triple, I guess I'm the third person on Kevin and Jack's side. It shouldn't matter when you drink a beer. If you like it, drink it. Plain and yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah, I'm man. gonna don't. check
0: in a summer shandy on Christmas Day. Matt, don't <laughs> Matt, don't beer shame us. Matt, don't beer shame us. I will man. beer shame the hell out of you guys.
2: You better go buy one now and just leave it in your fridge.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely. Oh, no oh, question. And by, and by the way, because it's European, while most
1: of the cans uh, the listeners or the hosts have been checking in tonight are six ounces, this is a half-liter
0: can. Oh. It's one pint, one pint and 0.9 fluid ounces, so a little bit bigger. Okay, when you said it was getting cooler, was that after it was 100 degrees where you were? Yeah, so I said it was cooler earlier this week, when I was there, <laughs> and I
1: thought, oh my God, it falls finally here. But as I said during our planning session, <laughs> California always has one more weekend, which kind of burns your nuts off. And that's the <laughs> phrase that I use. And I quote that, burns your nuts off. This weekend's going to burn my nuts off. <laughs>
2: burn your nuts. Actually, you I talk about it getting cooler. I'll show you where it's going to get cooler. All right. <laughs> Please right here in Colorado. Please show
1: me on this video recording. Please Good
2: show fucking <laughs> Lord. We're about to get snow in a couple of days in early September. We got snow in October. It's like middle or early October last year. I thought that was early. Nope. Fuck it. Let's do early September, like September 9th. Let's just give them five to seven inches of snow. Who cares?
1: 2020, man. It's not going to let us go without a fight. Yeah, that's, 100%. Hey, hey that's, your, 2020. that's your fault for living in Colorado, man. I'll tell you. Hey, it's the yeah, Matt. place Matt, hang on, on. earth. Hang on, Matt. Wait for it when it snows in October and all the trees, which still have their leaves, fall down and cut out your power lines.
0: Talk to uh, me then. At least we have trees, Kevin. I have trees. What the hell are you talking about? You're those little scrubby pieces of shit out in San Diego. I don't know about that, bud. I have trees out of two of my windows here. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> those are a pop tree. palm trees.
0: Palm trees aren't trees. You hear me, Florida? Coming for you. Tell, tell Corona,
1: too, because Corona makes a point of decorating a palm tree every Christmas and making that part of their ads.
0: So, this, this a, Corona? This is a tree gatekeeping podcast now. Yes, look ah. out for our holiday commercial bracket, because that Feliz Navidad commercial from Corona has been on since I was a little kid, and uh, yes. that's
2: a good one. Also, keep an eye out for our calendar. Uh, <laughs> counterpies. That's coming soon, too. And you'll like it.
1: Give me a month to lose, like, the next 10 pounds, and we'll talk.
0: Hey, audience, can you tell we've been drinking? All right, moving on to the body of the podcast. This week, we'll be going back to our draft format because we had a lot of fun doing it last time. So we're going to be doing a draft-style format, but this time talking about fall activities, fall beers, fall foods, all sorts of fall topics. But, of course, I will not be hosting the draft. It will be, you know, carried over to – the draft King himself, Mr. Jack, Jack, take it away. Yeah. um, I love being the host of these drafts. I think it's great. I think anyone who listened to our last one kind of knows the overall rules, but I'll, I'll just run through them real quick. So we have, obviously the four of us are going to be drafting. It's a, it's a fall themed draft. Uh, We got five categories. Everyone's got a draft of fall beer, a fall food or drink. That drink needs to be, non-alcoholic, I would say, a fall activity, a fall holiday or event, and then a uh, their most overrated fall thing. Uh, the one new twist that we have to this is if someone makes a draft pick and then at least two people veto that pick, uh, that, that person needs to redraft. So the draft order was set uh, at random. I tell you, I've been doing fantasy football my entire life. I've never had the number one pick ever. I've had it twice in these drafts. I don't know how that happened, uh, but whatever. I'll take the number one pick again. I think there fucking is.
2: Fucking rigged is why. It's
0: rigged. I, don't, I mean, hey, I guess just the internet likes me. There's nothing else to say. I think there is a clear number one pick on this board, in my eyes at least, and I think it falls in the holiday category. I think people, falls What? It falls. Eh? Get it? Get it? Eh? Oh. <laughs> You're right.
1: Thank you for l- explaining a, a little fun action. It only gets funnier when you explain
0: it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, w- w- okay. Yes, correct. It's a fun. Yeah, we got it. It falls, uh-huh. wink, wink, in the holiday category. Strategy-wise, I'm happy to make this pick. My first pick, first round, number one overall, I am taking Thanksgiving. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah, thoughts. Like, as other hosts, I guess I have to, I have to talk about it. Anyone do you have thoughts on
2: Thanksgiving? Did not see that coming. I'm going to say about
0: Thanksgiving, like the food, hate the holiday. I'm not sure it's actually the best holiday of fall. I'm going to be honest. No,
1: not my favorite. Not by far. Yeah,
2: did not see that coming.
1: And so, moving the discussion on, the number two pick, it's me. Ooh, I'm going to pick the true best holiday of fall, which is
0: Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Halloween was going to be the first pick. <laughs> yes, I'll take think- Halloween. I think Halloween is great for little kids. I don't know how great it is. Oh, here comes here comes here comes Casey two point.
1: Halloween is so great. Is it though?
0: Yes. What do you get to do? Parties, haunted houses, haunted trails, slutty women. That's not. No, 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 no. We're talking about October thirty first. You don't do that on October thirty first. No, oh, no, no, no! Halloween, no. We're talking maybe, about so maybe, literally don't, the day but I of Halloween, not the whole season. The day—that's <laughs> what Halloween is. The day. Halloween's
1: a week. I think you're narrowing the focus too much because Thanksgiving is only a day, and Halloween is a period because it depends on when the holiday is. So let's actually call. Well, let's it let's is call the other calendar host calendar. in. Let's call the Halloween. other host in right now. Let's have a vote on this.
0: It's going to be it's going to be a tie because I know Halloween. I, have, I, I know I have someone more in my than a day. Yeah,
1: but you're Halloween the one making the, the you're day. the one making the case which means holiday. which means Casey, Brian, sorry, Casey, Matt,
0: and I can make this vote. <laughs> uh, Casey is not gonna vote your way. Yeah, but Matt will. Oh, ha- what's, what's the what, what's the debate? Is Halloween a holiday? No, God, no, is no.
1: It, is Halloween count as a holiday for more than one day?
0: Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. No it that's doesn't. That's right not there. what you're picking. Halloween is the day. For for little kids it's great. You trick or treat, you get candy, all that crap. For us, you might go to a party, you might have some drinks. What's the difference? What the only <laughs> difference is if you're wearing a costume. What's the That's difference? It.
1: No, 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 no. What no, if no, the no,
0: day falls? No, off no, 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 Then it's a well, huge oh, party. Sure. Right. Okay, great. Right. Thanksgiving Thanks. is, you always get the day after Thanksgiving off, Matt. Always. But it's not a huge party. I have to go hang out with my family and it's boring. Right. Thanksgiving really? <laughs> is family
1: oriented. Halloween is the holiday for the young.
0: young. I don't really drink at Halloween's Halloween is a holiday for the young. Food's good though. I mean, like soda, like good shit. <laughs> dr pepper yeah there you go it's it thanksgiving is food family and football you know if you hate your family sorry i don't hate my family i like them. i like spending time with them i don't hate my family but they uh our gatherings are not always the most exciting sorry because i know they listen to this podcast hard to imagine a group people a, a group
1: of people who are very much like you is going to be Ooh,
0: I'm a bit of a black sheep, my I would, friend. I would like to visit a Forsberg uh, Thanksgiving. It's really, what I, it's as really as not, why. it's really not exciting. Do not get your hopes up. If there's food there, I'll be there. But okay, well, yeah, my mom cooks sometimes. It's really that being said, I do like Halloween. I do like it, but when it comes to like the the holidays and stacking them up, Thanksgiving is oh baby, it is ahead of Halloween it's for me. And the third pick, Matt. All right, I mean, I could follow the holiday event trend, but. If there is a fall food that really uh, strikes out to me, it might be a local thing. This could be regional, but a big, big dessert item that I see a lot in the New England Connecticut region is apple cider donuts. You uh, motherfucker! They are so goddamn good. And there are a ton of orchards around my area, and like for instance, Rogers Orchard. I go there every year. Their donuts are so good. It's one of my favorite donuts. Like a fresh apple cider donut is incredible. It is absolutely a fall thing. I'm putting it down as my food item for fall. Okay, so here's my question to the group. Does that take donuts off the board?
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yes, because <laughs> this donuts is a, f- a five-round draft donuts of four
1: people. Gone. Yes, donuts are gone.
0: I want to say, I w- I wanna say it would take donuts off, yes. So should Matt's be fall-themed donuts or fall spice sure. donuts? Sure, yes. All right, God I'll, damn it. I'll, I'll okay, give that to you. That. That's a killer right there. That's a, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. I had I had pumpkin spice donuts. So shout out Krispy Kreme. You do it better than anybody. Also good. Uh, that's a that's that's bone chilling to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> Krispy Kreme seasonal donuts are way up there. Way up there. Krispy Kreme's donuts are way up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good call. Good call. What are they making? Uh, what are they making a beer? <laughs> uh, some people try to make one with them, but um, I know Wooden Robot and another North Carolina brewery that is a fave of the members of this podcast. Really? They are coming out with a donut beer uh, this <gasps> week. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. All right. So we got ball themed donuts from Matt mm-hmm. off the board. Leaves the final pick of the first round and the first pick of the second round with the snake style format to
2: So I do wanna get a little bit of clarification from the group real quick. <laughs> the we have it in as holiday slash event, can you elaborate on what the event would be? Make your pick and we'll talk about it. Nah, I want the explanation first.
0: No. No. I refuse your request, Casey. Make your pick. As in and Halloween. Halloween
1: encompasses trick-or-treating as well, and Thanksgiving oh, okay. encompasses Thanksgiving okay. football
2: and Got it.
0: Thanksgiving dinner. You we Kevin. Okay. broke.
2: All right, so – If someone Uh, drafts Thanksgiving dinner,
0: I'm putting a veto out there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will will back you up on that. No, no, no. That's 100%. All right. So with the fourth pick and the final pick of the first round, I'm going back to some New England roots here for the fall activity. It is apple picking. Ooh, classic. So really only New England, predominantly New England and a little bit of Washington are going to understand that one.
0: That's a good one. That's a good pick. Anyone? Any thoughts on apple picking? I don't think anyone's going to veto that. No veto, but there are way more goddamn variants of apples than I would have ever thought possible. Yep, no doubt. But for some reason, they always taste better when you go pick them at an apple orchard. Truth, <laughs> always, truth, truth. The things they can make out of apples at those orchards. My God, Woo-hoo, the cider, the pie, the, the
2: cider donuts. For one, I was that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Potentially the, the, been the donut my food pick, pick was a
0: good one. That was a good Ooh. one. We probably should have clarified rules on the beginning of this because, yeah, the, the donuts going off the board really uh, crippled me. <laughs> uh, we we'll, 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 we'll racket is dead. Well, yeah, we'll recap the first round real quick before the next pick. Uh, with the first pick, I took Thanksgiving. Uh, Kevin took Halloween. Matt took fall-themed donuts or fall-spiced donuts. And Casey took apple picking. And Casey will kick off round two.
2: And with that, the first pick of the second round, I'm going to put one out here. And I'm not going to do a holiday. I'm going to do an event because it is an event. It is tailgating at a college football game on a cold, brisk October night.
0: That feels like an activity to me. That's an activity. I would that's th- an event. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone's going to veto that. That's, that's an event. Yeah. No, no, that's got to be an event. Is a veto,
1: event, Event is a single <laughs> thing. Activity is a recurring thing.
0: That's a recurring thing, and it's not a single event. It is that is a recurring activity. That's an activity, not an event. Okay.
2: okay. All right. But, All right. Here we go. Wait, wait. I got. I got. Go I, I know go how ahead. to do it. Go ahead. All right. Tailgating. Okay. At. Okay. A Colorado, Arizona State football game.
1: So because you specified Ooh. it, we can always say tailgating at a USC or UNC or Wake Forest or whatever and be okay then because the way you specified it. All
0: right. All I am right. not going to veto this. I am okay with this. I am okay with this pick. I will allow it if we allow the
1: exception that I just gave, which is if I specify a different school, it counts no. as distinctly different.
2: No, because I, I took away college football <laughs> as a whole. Mm-hmm. Then veto. You can't veto that. I, I, can offer,
1: I can offer my veto. You can't say it is
2: an activity or an event. No, because it's a... It's different. They are different. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> veto it. Matt, don't veto it. Don't be a bitch. Vetoed. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> he's got to pick a nail I don't like... I don't like... So that was not hard. a spite veto. I didn't like that one. That's, that's such an activity answer. It's not an activity. It's a singular event. You just specified it had to be a singular event. Is it like a whole, is, it is it like the whole audience? I, I
0: hated that the event was added on to the holiday category in the first place.
2: This is this right here, this right here is you picking it so that I can't have it, which isn't really reasoning. I mean, a reasoning. No, it's no, a this, spite. Regardless, it's a spite. Because you picked the previous Case one crafting yes, under yeah, now. <laughs> This is ridiculous. I'm over this. So Casey, as a suggestion,
0: how about homecoming? That's an event. Agreed. Like that'd be an event. Yeah, college, you, you're, gonna,
2: you're gonna tell me that anything no, 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 that you say homecoming. about because USC every, is gonna be because
1: it. no, because every college has homecoming, so you can claim True, homecoming. True, but the only problem is not every
2: hope every team's homecoming is in fall. But I will say, Colorado's is usually in fall, so Colorado homecoming. We'll allow it. We'll allow. It. We'll allow because this is. He'll give a, a college football season. homecoming. We'll allow it. College football tailgating at homecoming.
0: All right, I I'll, I'll, I'll like it. Jesus Christ. We, by the way, we just allowed him to get a better pick because if we had let him stay at Colorado Arizona State, not a fucking person would have picked that one. So <laughs> that one. That one's on you guys. Matt, what's your next pick? Casey, we're trying to help you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to the fall holiday because Holidays seem to have been um, a theme so far. I'm going to say for fall, oktoberfest one of my favorites it's uh drinking Vito, that's a spite but go ahead why would why would that not be a holiday that's not a holiday i want a it's day. not a holiday i want labor it's day also I, a month i want to so I I veto a that as well oktoberfest is literally a holiday in germany if they were a lot of no, had no. Uh, in we're
2: it's not in a German. single day it's and it's not a single day it is a span of weeks so no not a day. Holiday not is holiday. holiday
0: does not mean one day. Yes, Vito. It does. That literally in the name. Vito Christ. Vito. That's a, a that's make a sp- it your make it your activity. That's a spite Vito. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't just make that your activity. That's Oktoberfest? Because that's, uh, that's, it's a named holiday. That's a pretty obvious one. It's okay. not a named oh, holiday. YouTube, but during Oktoberfest. I'll, Octoberfest. I'll think at Oktoberfest. Activity done. You have it. All right. Clearly, we did not define this very well before we started this because that's a crap response. Okay. So, let me think of a different one. So, oh, I
2: got one for you, Matt. Let me, let me clarify my reasoning. <laughs> Matt, I'll clarify my reasoning. Was Oktoberfest 2020 canceled?
0: Why would that be relevant
2: for us? Uh, because holidays wow. aren't canceled. You're not going to cancel Thanksgiving. They didn't cancel Halloween. They didn't cancel Labor Day. They didn't cancel Memorial Day. Nah. It was canceled. I mean, Therefore, I mean, that's, no, that's, no, that's no, like the dumbest time. argument I've ever heard.
0: What are you no, talking that's about? that's a legit argument. Holidays not are so uncancelable. No, there are a lot of places about? are trying to
1: cancel Labor Day because yeah. of COVID. That is well, it's cancelable. The, the day itself it's not as the, it's the observation of That's cancelable.
2: The activities the holiday, can be cancelable. But the actual holiday itself is not canceled. Oktoberfest is vetoed. What's
0: your next pick? It's a literal <laughs> holiday. What a shit act, shit thing. All right. I'm going to make it my activity then. I'm going to say drinking during Oktoberfest because I want it on the board. Oktoberfest is fucking Ooh. awesome. I love, I love that God. holiday. And I love drinking giant liters of beer. And Lederhosen are underrated. I'm hoping to go to a couple Oktoberfest events this year, even though COVID still a thing. Shout out to Connecticut Valley Brewing in South Windsor. (laughs) As someone who challenges my draft rules, I will end your life. So, uh, Kevin, you're next.
1: I I need a ruling from the group here because there's some overlap between my choice now and my previous round's choice, which is the activity I want to propose is haunted houses or haunted trails.
0: That would be an activity, not a holiday. That'd be an activity. You're good. As in, in, so I'm proposing that as my activity. Haunted trails and haunted houses. I don't see that being a problem to me. As long as it's an act. Yeah, it's it's your fall activity, you're good. That is my pick, then. I think it's a good one.
2: No veto from my end. No spite veto here.
0: I appreciate that The group has no understanding of what holiday means. I feel like I have to clarify
2: that now every time. There's a little bit of salt going on right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jack's up. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I might need a little clarification on the group from the group on this one. Um, if I took corn mazes, is that in the haunted house category? I would say not. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do corn yeah, maze. It's a, it's a thin activity. line, but I'll allow it. It's it's okay. like it's adjacent, but I wouldn't yeah. call it the same. Yeah. Okay, I'll do I'll do corn. It's a separate mazes. activity. Yeah, you're just running through a corn maze. That's yeah. my activity. Oh boy. Okay. So my my fall. Oh my God! My food and drink was gonna be pumpkin spice donuts. I can't believe that was taken. <clears throat> mm. Give me hot apple cider for my food and drink. Apple cider, specifically hot apple cider. <laughs> yes,
2: hot, hot it apple
0: cider. Be- it this. is better hot. I'll give you that one. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Thoughts <laughs> on that? Like I, I'm not talking about. We we made a rule. And it's not alcoholic. You know. If you, I if think that's a good. A that's a good pick. Problem. It's
2: a fantastic
0: pick. It's that's fair. Yeah. I, yep. I I've, I've thought about it multiple times, but I already put my food option in, so I can't do it. Apple cider does taste better with Fireball, but uh, we won't talk about that right <laughs>
2: now.
0: Um, it's, it's good with whiskey, absolutely.
2: I said <laughs> that a
0: thousand percent. So Kevin will take the next pick. So
1: I'm going to go with my favorite fall food or drink. I'm going to say sweet potato pie and or casserole. Ooh, it's Ooh, a good one. I'm going, to get, I'm going to get blanket coverage to both because I think they're very similar between the pie and the casserole. Uh, I'm okay and with no, that person. That's my choice. I have the
0: pie. I've never had the casserole, but as someone who's kind of, diving into sweet potatoes head on right now. Uh, I'm a big fan. (laughs)
1: Sweet sweet potato casserole is delicious because it has the sweet potatoes, it has the brown sugar, it has the butter, and it has the crumbled walnuts on top. It doesn't have the heavy, starchy pie crust, which I think actually detracts from the overall thing. Casserole, I'm going to say, better than pie. Ooh. Is that a
0: hot take? Hot take. I'm sure we're about to hear a hot take. Uh, Matt, what's your next pick? Well... Um, because of the group's poor understanding of holidays, I'm not left with a lot of options. I'm going to put False. down, I'm going to put down Labor Day. Oh my God. An actual holiday. Great wow. job. Well, cause I literally had to look up a list of holidays, which Octoberfest was on by the way, but, um, not on my calendar. There. It's not. We're going to put it down because it's really the only discreet one-day fall holiday I could think of outside of Halloween and Thanksgiving. So there it is. You must hate the military, but we won't talk about that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think about uh, it's a veteran's days. day. I have
0: no idea when that is. <laughs> it's in November. Yeah. Uh, November
1: 11th. It's November 11th. Hey. 11, 11, 11. Uh, not 11. There we yeah. go. Done. <laughs> 11, 11, 11. Uh, Kevin, that was like a long time ago. <laughs> it was 11, 11, 18. It was Armistice Day originally. Kevin, can you end the World War One? Hey, Kevin, can hey, I mean, you have a glass of water? <laughs> I
0: was just say, hey, Kevin, have a water. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on Labor Day? To me, honestly, if Memorial Day is the unofficial start of mm. summer, Labor Day is the official end of summer and the start of fall. Labor I'll Day, allow it. I La- agree. Labor Day would have been my number two behind Halloween if you are talking about holiday.
2: I mean, it's not technically. Behind, in behind fall, but I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, Thanksgiving is just food. I don't like the actual holiday very much. I don't. I don't give a shit about football. My family's Thanksgivings are really not that interesting. It's never been a big holiday for me, to be honest.
1: Meh. So the food, and then, you then you're very
0: clearly not drinking enough, Matt. Drink. I don't drink much at Thanksgiving. My family's not really a big drink. drink. It's not drink a big drink drinking at family.
1: All on Thanksgiving. It's a great
0: holiday. It's awesome. I don't care I do. about the football. The football.
1: Hang on, shit. hang on, it's Jack. Jack, Cowboys. Jack, your your no. holiday is you're spending time with your family, and we've met your dad, and you're saying you're not drinking.
0: We are not drinking on Thanksgiving. It is all about food. And shitty football. Steve, please call to confirm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans until <laughs> Steve calls in. <laughs> he will confirm it. There's no drinking on Thanksgiving. We do. We do not. Drink. We're, we're kind of the same way. <laughs> the only thing we might drink is champagne, but it's, that's it. That's a fancy Thanksgiving. Well, we do it upright in our household. I definitely do any sort of I, drinking. I've never heard of a cocktail
1: of uh, champagne and Miller Lite. That's weird.
0: you didn't didn't know miller light was the champagne of beers (laughs) that's miller high life but all right that's true and steve Steve would know that yeah if there's an expert in miller light we got him (laughs) Uh, so we got casey
2: ending the third round yeah so for the final pick in the third round uh i'm gonna go with pumpkin pie for my Mm. fall food slash drink i'm okay with it it's a good pick that's a good pick pumpkin pie is good do you like pumpkin pie I love it. Absolutely love it. It might be my favorite pie. I mean, there's some close seconds, or maybe like 1A, 1B, 1C, but, yeah, I love pumpkin pie.
0: So that wraps up the third round. It started with me taking hot apple cider. Unalcoholic, you want to put whiskey in there? That's up to you. I would. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Kevin took sweet potato pie slash casserole. Kind of up to him, whatever he wants to do. It just depends on the, the mood he's in matt took labor day an actual real holiday Ooh. and ac finished with pumpkin pie that ends the third round all right so before we get to the next round we're going to do some beer check-ins i want to start with
2: casey awesome so i have a a really new beer that I, i've actually never heard of this brewery even though it's located here in boulder colorado and i don't know much about it i just saw it and was like oh that's kind of a cool can kind of green looking uh and it just it caught my eye because i think it's. It's supposed to be called Lowdown, but it's L-O-H-D-O-U-N. It's a pale ale at about 4.2% ABV, so it's kind of on that lower end. But it's out of Ool's, Ool's Brewing Company <laughs> in Boulder, Colorado. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's U-H-L apostrophe S. So I'm guessing it's Ool's. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to get the, the, the pop of the can here on the...
0: Nice. We're going to try this right on the air. <laughs> Verdict. (laughs) All right. So there you go. Don't buy that one. Uh, Kevin, next.
1: (laughs) So I have a beer from uh, Browery Heller Bamberg. The whole point of this beer is it's brewed in Germany and is shipped across the ocean in gigantic vats and then canned in Connecticut. And I have been prohibited from explaining this by our host because apparently it is too... To something. We'll say that. Ooh. Commentary, Matt.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> what are you saying about Connecticut, my friend?
1: I will say this. I've had this beer here in San Diego. I've had it in Connecticut. It's much fresher in Connecticut for reasons that should be obvious. But if you can find it and it's fresh, try it. Because it is a very good example of a German beer. As we've talked about in the past, certain beer styles have ceilings. So mm. this beer has a ceiling
0: but it is also a very good example of German beer. Nice. I'll th- I I got I to look that up sometime. So Kevin's hitting the German beers hard tonight. Tis the season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the season. Matt, you're checking. All right. I'm going to keep following this trend of a couple breweries we've seen on this cast. Just tonight, we've got Fat Orange Cat and a favorite of mine, Abomination Brewing, have made, I believe, their first collaboration beer, sold out at 12%, called 11 Lives and Still Wandering, I will say it's one of my favorite can arts I've ever seen on a can. So it was designed by a Sam Heimer and a Leslie Herman. Fat Orange Cat, whoever you hire for your can art, awesome. It is a double India pale ale clocking it at 8.8 ABV. I'm very intrigued to see how this was. I used 12% delivery service for the first time, and they delivered it to my house within about 12 hours of me ordering it, so I was very impressed. (laughs) There you go. That's always a nice little thing to have. I guess on the last check-in. Uh, I believe this is my fourth check-in, maybe fifth. Uh, who knows? Don't, don't, yeah. Who cares at this point? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna go with an outside North Carolina beer company. I'm going with Allagash in up in Maine. We're talking about Fall Duff. Their beer—it's a hoppy dark ale called Haunted House. Mm-hmm. Pretty delicious, I must say. I, I do like. I like dark beers that do have different elements than they typically have. It's not super strong, got good elements to it. I, I, I am enjoying it. It's a, it's one of those that you don't have to just have one of them and feel like you're gonna die. You know, you could have a couple of them. So nice. Once again, Alagash, slam dunk. And with that, we are going back to the draft and starting the fourth round is our resident Coloradian. Uh, Cape <laughs> <laughs>
2: The Lerudian. Um Yeah.
0: <laughs> and with that, Matt, your next pick. <laughs> and, with, and, and with that, Casey, fuck you. No, go, Casey. Um,
2: yeah, so I, I'm going to take my fall beer uh, at this point. Uh, so with the first pick in the fourth round, uh, I'm going to go with what I think is just an absolute banger. But I, I, I could be wrong uh, to some other people on the podcast or, and to the fans. But it's Sam Adams, October 1st. God first. damn it. That's a <laughs> That is uh what I'm taking with the first pick in the fourth round. Nice. I think it's a solid pick do we have to make him
0: specify how he wants to have it? Does he have to pick a salmon a bottle can or... <laughs>
1: well, that is very you're, specific you're, you're reaching you're very much reaching here come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you can't take can when he takes bottle. Nice try. God damn it. That's a good pick. Sam Sam Adams draft Oktoberfest is an absolute
2: banger in the fall. And so J- Jack, just so you know, I would take it as a draft. So you'd be re- even more pissed. Yeah, off. Honestly, sure. it's the only way. Okay.
0: God damn it. This draft is falling apart for me. Uh, Matt, go ahead. <laughs> We're spiraling. Spiraling. All right. Um, I'm going to follow up with a fall beer as well. So – I guess in my mind I'm not always necessarily thinking what is absolutely the best fall beer, but sometimes it's you know what do I think of when I think of a certain style. Um obviously a big big fall style of beer is a pumpkin beer um which I think we'll be talking more about in future podcasts as they start hitting the market heavier, you know, heavier and heavier. But up in New England I think probably um the one of the most ubiquitous pumpkin beers and I think a very solid one that I really enjoy is out of Portland, Maine is Shipyard's Pumpkin Head Ale. The Shipyard Pumpkin Head is, a, is an all-time classic for me up there with the Dogfish Pumpkin. I love it. It's always been a favorite of mine. So I'm going to put that down as my fall beer that I could think of as a classic one. Solid beer choice. I've had plenty of that beer. It is, uh, as far as pumpkin beers go, it's quite good. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, knowing you for as long as I have, I'm surprised that you went in that direction. Um, there is a, there is a, uh, as we call a big boy still left on the board There is. who knows, maybe Kevin will take it. Maybe I'll take it. Kevin, you're up next. Well, big boy, as far as
1: beers go, we'll see. I'm not going to pick a beer though. I'm going to pick a big boy, which is the most overrated fall thing, which I'm going to say is the, and this might alienate, well, maybe half our listeners, but I'm going to stand by my choice. The pumpkin spice latte. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Most overrated thing of the fall. I knew it. I'm not going to say anything more than that.
0: I'm going to tell you right now. Kevin's Kevin's having a great draft. Uh, Kevin's draft. He's got a good roster right now. That is a good one. Pumpkin (laughs) spice latte. Go ahead. You know what, Kevin? I'm running this. So quiet. I'm going to go ahead and talk about pumpkin spice lattes for a second. I don't think I've ever had weird, one. Weird. It's my choice, but all right. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk about it for a second. I don't think I've ever had one, but... I've never had one. This is this is the clear top choice for this category, and Kevin got it. That being said, if someone gave me one, I would drink it. Like I, I you
1: know would I drink it. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you drink many things for free, Jack. If someone offered you semen, you might drink it for free. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I don't, <laughs> know, feel... I, don't wow. I don't think Whoa. I would go that <laughs> You know, uh, but depends on how many um, shipyard pumpkinhead ales I'm deep. So, uh, oh baby, yeah, you never know. It, it could be one of those days where you know what you're just willing to try something. If it happens to be a pumpkin spice latte, great. If it happens to be semen, well, it happened. What's the difference? Got. It. <laughs> Has anyone, ha- had a- has anyone on this podcast had a pumpkin spice latte? I'm not a coffee I drinker, so I, no. I have. I have.
1: And, and thoughts? Way overrated. I picked that for a reason. Mm.
0: Can you taste the pumpkin in it?
1: You can taste the Karen in it.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that, okay. Yeah. That, that, that answers <laughs> all of my questions. <laughs> all right. I guess with that, I'm next. I guess I'll, I'll knock off the beer here. I, I'm torn. I really like pumpkin. It's pretty obvious based on this podcast. But I think there's a beer that I've had that might not be the best fall beer I've ever had, mm-hmm. but it's probably the most memorable and the most flavorful. And because I am the Shandy man, I am mm. going to pick it. The reason I I, I like Harvest Patch Shandy from Wine and Google so much is because you can actually taste the pumpkin in it, and it's pretty damn good. And that is going to be my fall beer of choice. And if you ever get the chance to try that beer, please do. It's probably going to be one that you only have one of because it is so rich and strong, but you really taste that pumpkin in it. As they say, the Shandy Man can. Jack, I don't know if I've had that Shandy. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever had Harvest. It's it's real. It's called Harvest Patch, I believe. Right. Real good, and they they generally try to release it everywhere. Um, yeah, not hard to find. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes out for it. it's pretty good. So yeah, I guess that wraps up our fourth round. Casey kicked it off with Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Matt followed suit in the beer category with Shipyard Pumpkinhead Ale. Kevin went with a banger and pumpkin spice latte for his most overrated, and I ended the ended the category with a uh, harvest Sh- Harvest Patch Shandy. From Lining Kugel, another another gem from that brewery. I, I gotta get there in my in, sometime soon. Before we get to the final category, Kevin, my goodness, has another
1: check-in. So my check-in for this final round is a beer from the Harland Brewing Co. here in San Diego, California, called Nelson Nelson IPA. This is a West Coast India, India pale ale, 7% alcohol, and it's a very Nelson forward. And I love Nelson hops. They are a
0: very popular, very mainstream hops and delicious. Nice. Sounds good to me. And with that, we head into the final round. Here we go. I guess I'll kick it off. My last category is the overrated fall thing. This was a tough one for me, honestly. I'm going to go with the complaining about daylight savings time. As <laughs> and I... This is coming from someone who kind of does it sometimes. <laughs> I don't – I mean, when you think about it, really, it's, it's deep cut. cold. It's cold outside. It's dark. Why would you want to be outside anyway? Just stay inside. Who cares? I so would it, say this, this is a surprise,
1: and I respect is. it. I respect the hell out of it. You're absolutely right. It, it
0: surprised myself because, I, again, I do it all the time. I, I love when the sun's out. But you know what? It's cold. It's wet. It's dark. Stay inside. Drink beer inside. Say <laughs> inside. All right. Kevin, next
1: one. So half this choice of mine was hard. Half this was easy. The first half that was easy was Harpoon. Because I have to pick a beer. That was the easy part. The hard part is: do I go Oktoberfest? Which is actually better than the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Or Flannel Friday. Oh. And you know what? I'm going flannel Friday. All yeah, right. good, you know, good call. I, you don't get a lot of opportunities to wear flannel here in San Diego, but I have some Vermont Flannel Co. PJs, and they are so very comfortable. Oh, my God.
0: Judging from your reaction. Go on, Kevin. I think he was going with that. That was weirdly <laughs> oh, sexual. I was going. Tell me about oh, this. I, going. Going.
1: I was going with that. You put those babies on, no underwear underneath, obviously. <laughs> and you can fall asleep on a cold winter's night. And
0: not that on. Let can, me can I, can I just point out real quick that Kevin wait, I we were talking wanted about a miscellaneous category, and he already told us that his miscellaneous category was going to be flannel. So he's a big flannel guy. Flannel boy, <laughs> Kevin. Guy.
1: Well, I mean, you want what you can't have. And here in San Diego, we don't have a lot of fall. So the three years that I lived in New England, Frankly, listeners, I bought a lot of flannel products because, well, hey, well, I, when, you're, when you're in Rome, right? And mm-hmm. Vermont Flannel Co., please sponsor me, specifically me. <laughs> just Kevin. I would love some
0: of your product. They make good products. Buy their shit. Vermont generally makes good stuff. Uh, not recommended to live there, uh, but they do make <laughs> it. Up. Got uh, them.
2: No, I'm some, actually so kind of kept- surprised that Matt didn't pick this because I know Matt has talked about it on this pod. Previously, there was. I, I specifically remember. I think it was when we were doing. What I want maybe even our first podcast. Um, that was me. That Matt, was me. A flannel definitely guy. Was me. No, 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 no. Take about the the flannel Friday at one. Harpoon. Oh, oh, I, I think music. it was Kevin. I think it was Kevin. Brought, no, Kevin did. But but Matt also was very very high on it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm happy one of you picked it, but. Yes, I see
0: if it helps, it was one that I was in my head tossing around the shipyard.
2: I, I had a feeling. It was but Kevin, I'm happy you picked it. That was my second if someone picked uh Sam Adams. You know, that's like gonna, that's be my honest. beer
0: choice at the big E. I will say that right now. I love Matt, flannel so you're gonna,
1: send me a, you're gonna send me a package of beer. Please send me some flannel Friday. I'm
0: gonna find some for
1: you? All right. I, I, me I too. Please. It. Me it, too. It's, not, it's, not, it's <laughs> honestly not a special beer, but all right. I'll
0: join in. Just bring me some too. <laughs> all right. So with that, Kevin ended his round. Or ended. Kevin,
2: did you see me over here just pumped for it? Did oh yeah. Anybody see oh,
1: that? Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: You're oh, I'm a
1: all
0: about fan. that. That beer is great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I apologize to the Vance audience. Oh, my God. They can't see us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he's, clearly, he's clearly double-fisted. I'm more apologizing like, for the like five-hour
2: podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, Matt.
2: Kevin, have picked. another water. Take it easy, buddy.
0: All right, Casey. Um, I'm going to ask the group for clarification on this one. So, we're talking overrated fall activities. Can I talk about a fall activity I don't fucking like? Apple picking. Apple picking is fucking boring. I absolutely would say that qualifies as an overrated activity. I don't totally, I don't totally understand the veto rule. So you're going to give me a pass or a fail. Uh, I would say pass. I, I will, I will not veto that. I agree. Yep. I think it's a little overrated. It is a really stereotypical activity up here. I know a lot of people do it, but I've done it a couple times. I would rather just go to the goddamn Apple place and buy the apples. <laughs> I don't work a job. 40 hours a week to go apple picking. Someone else could pick the apples for me. Thank you. Well, to be fair, Matt and Manuel Labor have
2: never Yeah, I've never gotten along. Why would yeah, I do this? Why, this is why an
0: activity I... I wouldn't say is for you exactly. It's for couples who want to take Instagram pictures and pretend Listen, they're outdoorsy. Li- apple picking s- 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 says gonna... the guy.
1: Says the guy who has a Instagram and photography-heavy account, Matt. And you don't want to take pictures of apples, Matt?
0: <laughs> you like, Listen, them? Matt, you like, like them
1: apples? How about them apples? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, exactly. Done. So do Listen, we have to change the vote just, just to get a picture of an apple tree with that caption? Is that not worth it? Resident photographer, I will go out and get so many pictures of apple trees.
2: I'll be honest, Matt. I'm not going to veto this, only because I am very, very confident in the fact that I know a handful of our listeners have mentioned how much they like the apple pick. So Yeah, and they're all basic. Apple picking yeah, well, sucks.
0: That that <laughs> could be fair. That could be fair. I feel like basic a, activity. Okay, so we got Matt with apple picking sucks ass. Casey, wrap it up.
2: Yeah, so I I really want something here that's like a spite vote towards Matt. But, oh yeah, uh, I, I, I I'm I feel it coming. I'm gonna be the bigger man. Um, <laughs> yeah. As is tradition. Uh, <laughs> no. One of the things that I I love doing, but I hate what you have to do to get to that point. And I think we can all attest to this. And this goes back to when I was a kid. And maybe that just gave it away on what I'm going to say. But it's the raking of leaves. I fucking hate raking I leaves. I don't
0: think that's overrated. I'm going to say, I want, ca- I want to counter this. Does anyone
2: like yeah. raking leaves? Vito, Vito, because you're picking something <laughs> that everyone no, hates. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> because people love to do it so they can jump into it. I that's hate different. all of it. I had no, 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 no. Hang on. I, I
1: hear what he's saying. Let, right? him, let him put it on there. His bracket's yeah, going to lose. Let him do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, dude. My so bracket we, is solid right now. So we should,
0: should we put raking oh, yeah. slash jumping into leaves, potentially? No, no. It's he. No, raking leaves. Jumping into leaves is different. Right. Complete, completely leaves. different this activity. Is like, this is interesting. Yeah. This is like a spite acceptance. I mean, go for it. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, raking <laughs> leaves. Jumping doesn't get in there. Raking leaves. All right. That's his overrated category is Perfect. No veto. So to recap the draft, Kevin, his fall holiday is Halloween. His favorite fall activity is going to haunted houses or haunted trails. His favorite fall food or drink, sweet potato pie or casserole. His most overrated fall thing is the pumpkin spice latte. And his favorite fall beer is Harpoon's Flannel Friday thoughts i'm not gonna lie i think it's one of the stronger brackets <laughs> i would agree I, i'm gonna pat myself on the back i made that point during this whole draft i think kevin yeah,
2: i think it's i think yeah. it's solid
0: yeah kevin's kevin's is a crusher i think if there was a weakness to me i'm not as big into sweet potato pie so that probably oh, I, think the, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think the food item could be improved
1: yeah that one was close to my heart i gotta say sweet potato yeah. pie and casserole is my favorite part of thanksgiving
0: and that is a tough solve for the rest of the community, I understand. Well, I'm a big Halloween guy, so your activity and holiday are Yeah, awesome.
2: I, think, I think the only <laughs> other thing that I can think of that it's a weak point is the haunted houses, because I know that's a make or break. And I know, like, maybe for us, it's a fucking solid, but I know a handful, if not more than that, mm. that hate haunted houses. So you mean especially puss. now, because I don't even know if they're going to happen. Plain so and simple, But mean, So you
0: mean pussies is what you're talking about? Yes.
2: I'm sure. just saying, people don't like haunted houses. Matt, you can't talk. You thought Quiet Place was a scary movie. I go through it, and I still
0: go through a shit ton of haunted houses. Who are these soft bones? I'm just saying.
2: You can't call anybody a pussy. You're a pussy. All
0: right. With that, we'll go to Matt Strap. Speaking of Matt, here we go. Here I am. Um, His favorite fall food: fall themed donut. His favorite fall activity is drinking during Oktoberfest. Favorite fall holiday or event: Labor Day. And his fall beer. Shipyard Pumpkin Ale, and then his most overrated activity: apple picking sucks ass. Verbatim, what I wrote.
1: Wow. All right. So I think Matt's draft fell off on the tail end, but he started with a backbreaker. Apple cider <laughs> donuts are <laughs> one of the best things about fall, and you know Don't what? I really crushed it. Are fantastic. You nailed your first round. You drafted yeah. Adrian Peterson when he was like, "That's right, his, baby. That's uh, all you need." Sometimes,
2: yeah. WWE but he he drafted years, Adrian yeah. Peterson and then drafted high schools, you know, student athletes after that. Well,
0: one might argue. <laughs> that's, my, that's my point. Yeah. One I might agree. argue my activity <laughs> would have been stronger if holidays were better defined. No, no 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 no
2: no no! no, no, no. You lost way. that one hardcore? Yeah, well, that's you a little about that right one. It's. That's the JV starting, you know, Octoberfest right had to be me
0: mentioned. I fucking love October. And you mentioned it, and you got a good holiday. So, all in all, a win. And we'll I'll go take to mine. I'll Casey's <laughs> draft. Casey took apple picking as his favorite fall activity. For his favorite fall event, after a little bit of uh, banter, he took tailgating for homecoming football games. Good pick
2: right there. College football. Let's just classify that too.
0: Yes. For oh like yeah,
2: college football.
0: That yep. There's yes, homecoming for college football. Yep. His favorite fall food is pumpkin pie, for fall beers, he took a big boy, uh Sam Adams Oktoberfest, and then for his overrated activity, he took raking leaves. Thoughts? I think Casey had bracket. No, no, <laughs> I, I disagree. Not I
2: even Casey, close, dude.
1: Casey had, had the, the worst best bracket. bracket. Casey had the best bracket until the very last round.
0: Apple picking. And I I'm really sorry, meant jumping in the leaves but I didn't
2: say that. I will say. I really meant jumping in the leaves, like breaking them to jump in the leaves, but I didn't say it that way. But I'm going to accept my fifth and final pick as is. That is my clarification. I
0: think Casey started weak, had
2: a strong middle, and a very bad end. I think Matt drafted high and then forgot that we were drafting (laughs) god damn it we're gonna be here all night that's that's my last word
0: (laughs) all right i guess i guess i'll close it out for my favorite fall holiday i took thanksgiving for my favorite fall activity i took corn mazes Uh, i will say i would have picked haunted houses but kevin took it before me um (laughs) for my favorite fall food or drink i actually went the drink route i took hot apple cider put alcohol in it if you want I just left it plain. For my favorite fall beer, I took the Harvest Patch Shandy from Wine and Kugel. If you like pumpkin, you'll like that beer. And then for my most overrated fall activity... I took complaining about daylight savings time. I just, I get annoyed hearing people complain about it. It's stupid. It's going to get dark earlier. Who cares? So honestly, uh, that, that last choice I made was at a left field, but I mm. kind of
1: wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Really. <laughs> you know what? I'm it's tired so- of people complaining about
0: daylight savings time. I really am. You're right. I just don't, I just don't feel like it's prevalent enough to annoy me. That's why I thought Jax was really strong until that last entry that that one didn't resonate with me. Move to the south, you'll you'll hear it. Okay, <laughs> maybe it's a regional so like,
1: thing
2: or the listen, West Coast. I, I I complain about it. I don't see the point of daylight saving time. Daylight savings was put in place when you know, you know you eighty Luminati. percent of the no eighty percent of the country <laughs> yeah. was based on farming agrarian that's societies. Exactly in, for, in place for that's right. not the case anymore. So it needs to go away. Plain and simple. There are a few places that get it right, and that place is Arizona. The state of Arizona does not see daylight savings time. They do not participate in daylight savings time and they get it right because the reality is it's a foregone thing. So if I there was earlier to get rid of it, it's 2020. I mean yeah, I agree with that statement. Like fucking the the world's gonna end. So let's just fucking get rid of it.
0: <laughs> Might as well before we all die. <laughs> all right. And with that, I've enjoyed being your host. I can't wait to host the next draft. And with that, I turn it over to our typical host, Matt. It's me, typical host. And believe me, there will be more drafts in the future. And maybe even with more arguing, who knows? And so we move to the conclusion of this podcast now that our drafts, our teams are drafted. And we're going to go first to the best beer of the cast. We go host by host. We say, out of the beers that you had during this podcast, what was your favorite? Let's start with our uh, previous host, Jack. Yes, so going into this draft, I was I was pretty certain Abomination was going to be the best beer I've had. And when I had it, that kind of secured it even more. (laughs) Uh, But then I had another beer uh, from (laughs) Wise Man Brewing. Soft and Sublime, my best beer of the cast. Uh, A little bit out of nowhere, but boy, they hit a home run with that one. Soft and Sublime from Wise Man, my favorite and best beer of the cast. All right, I'll go next. Um, I had three beers. All three of them were very good. I'm going to say it was a pretty obvious winner, though. Watercolors by Skygazer Brewing, absolute tank. Almost a five in my book. I'm going to say, though, pretty closely followed by the 11 Lives and Wandering, really excellent um, double IPA. The Feed Me Stray Cast was a tiny bit boozy for my taste, but still pretty good. So let's move on to Casey.
2: Yeah, so mine's easy. Mine is the Advanced Fluid Dynamics out of Weldworks. Here in, I believe it's uh, Greeley, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gave this a four or five. Reminds me of the Treehouse. Kind of style of IPAs, New England IPAs. Kind of that skunkiness that we talked about. So that's Mm. my best beer. Nice.
0: (laughs) It is funny with IPAs. At the end of the day, we always compare them to Treehouse. (laughs) The gold standard. Kevin, go ahead.
2: Please sponsor us. (laughs) Like the one millionth time. Please sponsor us.
0: Please give us money, Treehouse. We will take it. Kevin, go ahead. So, I tasted
1: five beers and I actually drank only four because I dumped one of them. But Ooh. the best one I had was Citrus Showcase from Moxa Brewing we Co. here in California. Single hop, hazy double IPA was a very good single hop IPA. I do like the single hop and also the single malt versions of the beers because they tend to isolate what's good and what's bad about a particular malt or hop. Mm. And this beer, very good. If you can get a chance to try some Moxa beer, listeners, they make good stuff just across their line. Give them a try.
0: Kevin, I'll give you a compliment on the air. I always appreciate that your beer check-ins talk. They act like you actually know what you're talking about. I appreciate that.
1: I do my best. I I would imagine that a trained professional such as listener favorite Kristen (gasps) check me me on my (laughs) knowledge, but I do what I can.
0: I don't know. Some of the beers that she thinks are good kind of suck ass. (laughs)
1: all right called out taste taste is highly subjective jack i'm gonna defend defend your girlfriend because i'm frankly defending you here taste is subjective and please don't kick jack out because the portion of his rent is so very low i am very jealous i'll never
0: i'll i'll never kick jack off this podcast kevin if i'm being frank you're on thin ice (laughs) after (laughs) that that (laughs) semen comment watch out I love I mean, you. I, I, I'm <laughs> on thin ice every week.
1: Right? This is a new phrase. And Kevin's off the pod. It's going to be on a T-shirt.
0: All right. And for our last part of the podcast, of course, we have the last call. Every host is given a chance to make a final statement about any topic of their choosing. Inflammatory, calm, complimentary, who knows what they'll say. Let's start with Casey,
2: who looks real eager for that last call. So how had one come into this. So I'm going to stick to it. I always thought if I had a podcast, it'd probably be about sports. (laughs) However, I love this podcast and I love beer. So this is all perfect. But I'm going to, you're going to see a a consistent kind of theme here with me. I'm always going to use my last uh, call here, probably for sports related. Fuck the NBA refs. That's all (laughs) I really have to say. I am sick and tired of these NBA refs. And I can't believe more people aren't just outraged. I don't know what kind of standard they're being held to, if any at all, and especially in the playoffs. And I get it. Like, it's 2020. It's COVID. Like, there's no fans. I get that. But this has been going on for years. I would go back to even, like, 10 years ago. NBA refs are the worst uh, form of officiating in professional sports, no question, hands down. And that's my last call. Fuck you, NBA.
0: (laughs) Fuck you, NBA. Casey's last call. Let's move to Kevin. So I'm not sure I can follow
1: fellow host Casey here. I will say this, though. North Carolina started mail-in voting, I think, today. Maybe it was yesterday. And so with the election season upon us, please, everybody, vote. That's all I can say. Just vote. Kevin, you sure you don't want to endorse a candidate? I'm um, sorry, Matt. Why would endorsing a candidate be associated with the plea that people vote?
0: <laughs> you want them to vote for the guy you like, don't you? I believe I said just vote. All right. Kevin Kevin maintaining the Switzerland position. Let's go on to Jack. Yep. Can confirm North Carolina started Maryland voting today. Ayo. My last call is going to save me a retraction on the next episode. I'm going <laughs> to go get that out of the way now. I, I said that the Wise Man beer I had on the podcast was the best Wise Man beer I've ever had. That is incorrect. Ooh. I was mistaken. Wise Man has a red Irish ale called Outrage Daughters that I rated a 4.75 and untapped. And wow. it also won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival. That, in fact, is the best Wise Man beer I've ever had. The one I had tonight, a close second. Let's not forget about Outraged Daughters. Shout out to the Red Irish Ale Gang, and shout out Wise Man for being awesome. All right, and for the last last call, um, I will go. So a little bit of an interesting one this week. I had a me and two of my friends, um, I'm going to say podcast friends, Mike and Dylan, went out to the Farmington River in Connecticut this week, and we saw how many aluminum cans and bottles we could dredge out of a river at about a maybe a few miles stretch. We ended up pulling over 40 pounds of cans and bottles out of this river using diving equipment. So the reason I wanted to bring this up was for all of our listeners out there that drink beer and be it in bottle or can, can you not fucking throw it on the ground or in a river? Because it's gross. People need to use those rivers. So I'm going to put it out here. I'm very anti-littering. No littering if you drink beer.
2: I agree. I second that. And as a person, anyway, fourth or
0: third, I guess I was tempted to itemize the cans that we dredged out of the river, but I'm going to be honest. They were so, they smelled so bad. I did not want them anywhere near where I live. So I just put them all in the recycling bin and ended that horror once and for all. So with that, We'll do our final plug here. Obviously, our Instagram and Twitter accounts are still active at C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-I-N-T-S. Counterpints, give us a follow. We also have our voicemail number at 774-224-0708. Leave us a voicemail. We will read it on the air if it's nothing horrible. And that was episode 17 of Counterpints. This was Friday, September 4th, 2020. Um, We'll be back next week with even more shenanigans, arguments, and dumb bullshit. We hope that you uh, tune in then. Until then. Stay frosty, my friends. Who's going to dig your grave?
1: And if you are the grave
2: who's going to dig your grave? Well, sit down your beer, listen clear to the question for your ears. Well, have you lost your job? Are you poor? Are you broken down? Well, have you lost your job? Are you poor? Are you broken down?
0: And all you workers sing along with me You let it